Humans are given a consciousness, but aren't worthy of the full capabilities. They abuse free will and have the inability to comprehend that their actions have irreversible consequences. As they sleep, the world falls short of compassion. You're here because you're curious about going vegan or trying to understand why other people are going vegan and you've come to the right place to find out. People go vegan for various reasons, for the animals, for health, for the planet and or just because. Vegan is a lifestyle and a choice made by someone solely for the animal's well-being. There are many other definitions that are more suited for a purse, because they know they don't have to with so many other options out there. 1. Animals are sentient beings. First and foremost, animals are actual living beings and have the exact capabilities to love one another, protect one another, fear things, cry and feel pain, just like humans. They are family-oriented, fear death and mourn over lost loved ones. This is often hard for humans to comprehend or believe, because we have always felt the need to justify our continued actions against them, and by saying they are stupid and can't feel pain is a grim reminder that humans themselves have lost touch with connecting with these beings long ago. Animals have every right to live on this beautiful earth as we do. What a chance in a lifetime to be born here. Being vegan is making a conscious decision that the life of any living being is more important than our taste buds. Male calf cries as he awaits his death. There's no money in raising millions of calves that can't produce milk, so they are killed in 48 hours of birth. 2. Consciousness Awakening You'll realize and read that animal agriculture is destroying natural habitats. In total there's over 1 trillion fish that are fished every year worldwide and nearly 80 billion land animals are killed worldwide. Think about that. Now imagine how much land is needed to farm all these animals and the resources used to feed and water them. Animal agriculture uses the most water resources than anything else in the world. Just one pound of burger takes 3,500 gallons of water to produce and one gallon of milk takes 1,500 gallons of water to produce. It also is a top contributor to air pollution. Add your weekly water consumption by how much animal you consume and remember the mass amounts of severe water depletion that is currently happening right now in the world, let alone America. It just doesn't rain enough to replenish the waterways these days. Humans may use water for various things, but animal agriculture has certainly exceeded its limits, while polluting our drinking water with their cesspools. Take a look into the Gulf of Mexico for example. The dead zone stretches as far as 8,200 square miles. The cause of the severe dead zone are because the toxins from the manure and fertilizer pouring into waterways are alarmingly huge, harmful algal blooms that create oxygen-deprived stretches of the Gulf, the Great Lakes and Chesapeake Bay. There's really no place to put all the poo and the pee, so cesspools are often created and or dumped into waterways in many areas all over the world and the main reason for the dead zone in the Gulf. There's so much to this world, the universe and the conscious mind that we often overlook and never take ownership for our actions, nor change our perceptions based on history. Humans are comfortable in the unknown. 3. Will soy give you boobs? Yes, most humans who Google everything for their answers, Click on the first few links on the first 10 pages about why soy is bad for you and that it increases your breast size. If that were the case, surgeons worldwide would be out of a job, because if soy increases your breast size then every woman would be eating soy every day all day to achieve bigger breasts and unfortunately it hasn't given any magical results. I can assure you, I am still waiting for my miracle. China also consumes a lot of soy products and they are the healthiest country in the world with the lowest disease rate than any other country. They are also incredibly smart with some of the best technology, so pass the soy please. On a serious note, do not confuse phytoestrogen in plants for actual human estrogen and to be honest if you're worried about consuming estrogen, you realize cow's breast milk is loaded with estrogen, right? 
It's breast milk from a mother cow. I would like to add that the main food source for cattle is actually soy. It's cheap and grows quickly, so regardless of how you want to ignore what you don't know, you are still consuming soy through the cattle you eat if you really want to break it down. We could only wish for such a miracles. 4. What about protein? What about it? Let me give you a little education about protein's origin. Protein can be found in plants, that's where protein actually comes from. The herbivores eat these plants and consume the protein and then the carnivores eat the herbivores and get the protein. It's as easy as skipping the middleman and going straight to the source for protein. With millions of different ways to get creative with cooking plants and plant products these days, you should have no problem making yourself a protein-packed meal every day and by doing this it lessens animal suffering. Protein Sources 5. Vitamins and Supplements Do you need them? Of course not. If you're eating the right foods you can get all you need from plant sources. Just like any herbivore. If your diet is bad, I would talk to a holistic physician to have your blood work done at least once a year to see if you're lacking something and seek a holistic way of getting what you need. Supplements are incredibly hard on your digestive system. Taking in supplements whether in protein drinks or supplements it puts quite a task on your body. There are many vegans who achieve their nutrition and fitness goals without all the extra junk their body just isn't designed to process. Here's your essentials. Dash. Dash. 6. Eating animals for millions of years? Humans have eaten animals for a very short period of our existence, yes. Not all humans in the world actually ate meat and what few humans ate meat as far as we've been able to track, was more so during the ice ages and cold periods. As the world evolved, we had to adapt to the changes like any other creature. However, when the planet warmed up humans went back to consuming more plants like fruits, vegetables, nuts, etc. Many humans hunted animals and those animals were to serve an entire village and last through the seasons. It was easier and more sustainable to harvest fruits and vegetables through the winter before we learned how to make meat last through a winter without today's technology. A photo of a ferocious creature. 7. What about our massive canines? I do giggle at this one just a bit, because it truly blows my mind that we honestly believe that our teeny tiny itty bitty canines could put us in the carnivore category. If that were true, gorillas who have 2 inch canine teeth are not used to tearing into flesh and bone at all. Actually, their canines are used for self-defense, external threats and biting into bamboo. As for humans, unfortunately we couldn't be graciously gifted with canines if we can't even kill an animal with the biological tools we were born with, our hands. And actually, Humans aren't designed anything like a traditional carnivore. We don't have sharp claws to catch and tear into prey, we don't have the speed, being able to run on average of 6.5 to 8 miles per hour. Although the fastest man in the world can run 23 miles per hour, it's safe to say the rest of us don't and don't care too. If we were standing next to a lion, there's quite the physical difference between a human versus a real carnivore. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see the difference and I am willing to bet that if you were truly standing next to such a magnificent creature, you would have absolutely no chance of survival, because the lion comes equipped with all the real biological tools it was born with as a carnivore, claws, speed, mass and canines. A lion could snap your neck and rip out your juggler in one shot. You try that on a lion. A flesh-eating apex predator with massive canines. Just kidding, gorillas are herbivores. 8. But cavemen ate meat. Again, humans did many things to survive during our evolution, but with today's market we simply don't need to contribute to such horrific deaths to innocent animals. Also, when we were that naive to our evolution during earlier humans, cavemen used to do horrific and violent acts. They beat in the heads of women and children. They raped each other. 
they ate other humans. They acted much more closely to an animal during those times, so let's not highlight one thing we did during a certain time period without acknowledging other behaviors. To add to that, every caveman of the different human species during evolution evolved differently. Meaning, that not every human can be put in the same category, since we all evolved differently given the time, the place and what was available. Although, I challenge you to catch an elk by your bare hands and eat it raw using your claws and canines. You must also eat the butthole and eyeballs, just like a real carnivore. Rational Justifications 9. Will animals overpopulate? This one is my favorite I think out of all the questions I've asked. We couldn't be so lucky to have a world where the animals overpopulated the humans. The nice thing about Earth, is that it's billions of years old and has been doing just fine maintaining balance of its inhabited creatures long before humans were ever a twinkle in Earth's eye. How is it that we don't blink an eye to the overpopulation of our own species, but dictate the population of other species? Also, humans created farms and breed billions of land animals into existence just to eat them. There's nothing natural about what we do here. I'll also have you know, that in America, cows, chickens and pigs aren't native to America at all. They were brought over by the Europeans. So, no. The animals wouldn't overpopulate. We wouldn't have to worry about their population if we didn't all want to live lavish lifestyles that require the deaths of animals so we can drive and build. We could actually live harmoniously with nature, but choose greed instead, so off with their heads. Literally. Farm animals cramp together after being bred into existence to eat. 10. I only eat organic animals. Well, in reality the animal you claim to be organic is never its authentic meaning. All animals have been genetically modified to be what they are today. Just because you buy grass-fed beef, doesn't mean that the cow itself is what it would be in nature, where it came from. Cows were genetically modified and bred to be bigger and produce more milk. Same with pigs and chickens. So, you're not eating the real deal, you're eating a product that's been modified. Also, pink pigs were genetically modified to be pink. Pink pigs aren't naturally pink. Sure, you can argue that everything is genetically modified these days, but I'm just going to emphasize on the fact that whether it's grass-fed, lived happy lives or genetically modified, all these innocent beings are sent to the same horrific slaughterhouses where they are beaten and tortured when not following directions, and poked, prodded, and then their neck slit or a stun gun to the head. Oftentimes if the animals don't die right away, they move on to the next step anyway, which is cutting the body parts. The animal feels everything, fear, pain, sadness, stress, confusion, and cry before they are killed, just like humans. You don't understand their language, that is why you don't care. It's the same mentality that was used for slaves of different cultures. Humans thought that certain cultures were stupid and couldn't feel certain emotions, therefore it was used as leverage and justified to treat other humans badly, because of the lack of empathy, consideration and respect on our part. In many ways, humans revert back to being barbaric for the simple fact that they can. If you're not eating organic, your animals are being pumped with all sorts of supplements, hormones, vaccines and vitamins, because the animals are generally really sick due to the lack of proper diet, proper living habitat and lack of proper socialization. They often spend time in cramped areas and live in their own pee and poo. Photo by Victor Lundberg on Pexels.com Dash Dash 11. I love the taste of animals. Sure. I did too when I ate them for 27 years of my life. And, coming from a Latin and Indian culture where eating animals were the main ingredient in every meal. That's why we keep eating these animals, because they taste absolutely disgusting without spices, herbs and marinades. You wouldn't eat raw animals, or at least most of the population doesn't, and you are most likely to season it with, 
Get this, plant seasonings. Yes, you read that right. You season your dead carcass with plant herbs and spices. I mean, how else are they going to taste so good? Animals don't naturally taste like a double bacon cheeseburger. It's the salt and seasonings that go into that burger that make it taste good. 12. But I crave meat. Well no, you don't crave the raw flesh of a dead animal. You crave the crispy breading, the seasonings and the marinades that give the dead carcass a more palatable taste. For example, bacon doesn't taste like a salt lick. And actually, pig meat is far from tasty, hence why it's marinated in salt when it becomes bacon. Not just any salt though, the worst possible sodium you can imagine is what is used to drench bacon slices. Two strips of bacon is your daily limit of sodium intake. This means that you should not consume any more salt throughout the rest of your day. That's how much salt is in just two strips. You will increase your blood pressure and experience many other health issues that are stemmed from the meat and salt together. You should also know that cravings are associated to two things, addiction to taste or your body needs a nutrient that you are lacking from a healthy diet. You should know that your taste buds will reset once you change the way you eat. Much like our taste buds have always changed throughout our evolution. 13. Rotting carcass. Ironically, meat is actually considered rotten after 4 hours of the animal dying, so when you're at a supermarket you're eating flesh that's already weeks old, refrigerated or not meat is still exposed to decay and viruses. There have also been numerous butchers who've come forward about the handling of meat products at grocery stores. This includes dipping meat in red dye to give it the appearance that it is fresh, because well it's not. Meat that doesn't sell by its expiration date is often taken back and re-dipped in dye and repackaged, because the stores want to make the sale. So, if you ever cut into your hamburger and notice the inside is brown, but the outside is red, it's been dyed or re-dyed after it didn't sell. Animals endure a life in really unsanitary conditions. There's thousands of videos on the internet exposing the unsanitary living conditions of these animals before they are murdered. Animals often develop pus pockets that butchers will cut out of the animal before the meat is washed of the filth and packaged all pretty for you to see and think it's clean and edible. All of the animal's feces, urine, mud, pus and blood are removed and cleaned with basic tap water, we all know what's in tap water. Rotting meat harbors many bacteria, mold, parasites and viruses. All in which you can consume and develop illnesses and diseases. 14. What about religions? Some will argue that their religion permits them to eat animals. However, technically every animal you eat is unclean, and literally. Animals are raised in unhealthy, unsanitary conditions, followed by little to no natural interaction with earth, then they are abused, tortured, slaughtered, then butchered into small bits of perfectly packaged body parts and packaging. There's nothing holy or clean about that at all and you contribute to the pain and suffering to God's innocent creations. A God that condones such horrific actions to occur to their innocent beings is no God in my eyes. That's the work of a dark energy force. Have you seen a factory farm and slaughterhouse? It's a horror movie. This of course is my opinion. Whatever your belief is, you still have a consciousness. Also to note, not every religion even condones eating animals, and are completely against it. It is my greatest belief that we are supposed to be Earth's caretakers. Originally, our name origin was human E before we started calling ourselves human and dropped the E from humane. A family from a monkey species embracing a group hug. Something that compassion and love allows them to do. 15. What about native people? Authentic natives whom are still very reliant on natural resources given their living circumstances is not my place to say. Given the world has millions of plant options in today's world, there are still tribes, villages and natives that solely rely on the hunter and gatherer method. Native people also have far more respect for an animal than the average human these days. 
Usually, since they are often close to the spiritual realm, they are very thankful for the animal they choose to take a life from. They hold rituals and thank the animal and are truly grateful for them. Older generations have been recorded crying after they have killed an animal, for taking a life does not go unnoticed. They also aim towards older animals versus any animal and young animals. Taking the life of an elder animal on its way out was considered. Natives also use every single bit of the animal. Nothing goes to waste. They never senselessly killed anything and have a lot more respect for animals than the average human today. Modern day humans go to a shopping center to buy animal products and are very wasteful. A photo of a real tribe member from a village that relies on surviving and utilizing habitat resources. Dash. Dash. 16. Compassion. Having a compassionate consciousness is hard to come by these days and truly goes a long way. A world full of distractions, excuses and justifications will certainly control what emotions you choose to utilize. Having an open consciousness will allow you to have awakenings. These can vary of course, but one of them will be understanding something greater than yourself and allowing your perspective to change without the ego getting in the way. With ego there's no understanding or compromise once it has already made a decision towards its weakness it has no control over. A healthy and active consciousness allows us to really think about the things we say and do before saying and doing things and make decisions based on ethics, morals, values and consideration. This same way of thinking also creates more love, compassion and empathy for everything that exists with us. Having compassion allows you to feel and understand, and allows you to consider what you're doing on a much deeper level. Our species is always evolving and becoming more intelligent, so it would only make sense that our ability to love stretches far beyond love for another human or family pet. It costs absolutely nothing to show love and compassion for any creature that resides on this earth with us. We should be ever so lucky to have this experience. This is the home where we all live together. 17. Vegans cause deforestation. Heard of soy production being the reason why the rainforest is being wiped out. Actually, not even remotely close. There's just not enough vegans in the world that eat that much soy products. Especially since there's thousands of other options out there to satisfy our taste buds. No really. No one bats an eye to the amount of land used for animal agriculture. Livestock takes up 80% of global agriculture land. Wow. Now, in the rainforest there is soy being grown there, but not for vegans. Soy plants are being produced at such a high rate, because it's what feeds all the cattle in animal agriculture. Think about it. I mentioned that 48 billion land animals are killed each year, but that doesn't include the amount of animals that are still alive awaiting their deaths. What do you think feeds them? Animal food needs a lot of land and a lot of water resources. Farmers want the cheapest way to feed these animals and soy is a fast-growing plant for cheap. The forest may be getting cut down for soy, but it's to feed farm animals, not for the 78 million vegan community. Personally, I hardly ever consume soy products. I just like other foods more and a lot of vegans are the same as well. An average of 80,000 acres of the tropical rainforest is chopped down daily for animal agriculture industries and their supporting meat selling businesses. 18. But meat has everything in it. While that may be true, you can still get everything you would get from eating animals, in plants too. No really. It's best to understand where the origin of vitamins originally comes from before they even reach the animal you eat. You are essentially eating recycled material matter, rather than going straight to the source. With so many options in the vegan and plant-based community, there is simply no reason you need to eat meat and certainly don't have to. There are about 300,000 edible plants in the world. Did you know that? This should confirm that vegans don't just eat lettuce. 19. Is vegan healthy? It absolutely can be. 
Now, you have to understand that there are vegan cookies, chips, soda and ice cream that will certainly add to the not-so-healthy side of veganism. But one thing to know is that if you're eating healthy vegan food and of course eating your fruits and veggies you'll have relatively no issues and can obtain all the nutrients you need. You see, there is no cholesterol in plant foods. Cholesterol only exists in animal food. When someone you know has cholesterol issues and high cholesterol, it's because of the amount of animal products they are taking in. It's what clogs your arteries and creates strokes, heart attacks and so on. Yes, of course you can limit the amount of animal foods and get your cholesterol down, but it'll still always be in your arteries as long as you're eating animals. And of course you can still live to be 90 while eating animals, whether you are a healthy 90 on no prescription drugs is all on you and what you obtain in your diet. However, we are talking about the consciousness of veganism. My father had diabetes for 20 years. Went vegan and within 30 days he no longer had it. My mother had fibro for over 10 years and shortly after she went vegan she no longer had fibro. Animal products cause cancer, intestinal cancer, prostate and breast cancer. All the cancer cells are triggered with diet and then lifestyle habits, along with most other diseases. Think about it, look how sick people are these days and look at what they are eating. Everyone's body processes food differently of course. The right kind of food is truly medicine. Cornell University stated that all diseases can be reversed, with the exception of stage 4 cancer, with a whole food plant-based diet. Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn. 20. Not everyone can go vegan. This is a question usually asked by someone talking about other people instead of what they can do about going vegan. There are very few people who may not be able to go vegan due to some really serious health concerns that may hinder their ability to go fully vegan for whatever reason but they certainly can consume a mostly vegan or plant-based lifestyle. For those who are consuming double cheeseburgers and are health-prone to disease and issues is not my idea of an excuse as to why those burgers couldn't be changed out for a plant-based burger or an impossible meatless burger. I would need to know what it is in an animal diet that they need so badly to survive and that's critical to their health in order to determine an accurate assessment as to if they could or could not eat vegan. Without knowing what it is they need, I cannot make a proper assessment to help that person find another way to obtain that certain thing they need in their diet, because again, you can get everything from plants. Now, every disease is reversible on a plant-based lifestyle, except stage 4 cancer. Plant-based is strictly that, plants, not vegan meats or junk food. This will still significantly reduce animal suffering and reduce the environmental impact animal agriculture plays in part of. It's definitely worth talking to a holistic doctor and plant-based slash holistic dietitian and nutritionist about what you can do to reverse or rid your health issues. And yes, you won't hear that a plant-based lifestyle can cure anything, because doctors would be jobless if you could keep diseases and viruses away by simply eating a plant-based lifestyle. Bills don't pay themselves and healthy people aren't paying their bills. Think about it. There's a pill for every single human health issue known to man. Imagine a time when the anatomy of the human body was capable of healing itself, but instead we created a path of illness. Dash. Dash. 21. Stranded on an island? Vegans are always getting stranded on an island. It's very unrealistic of course, but in any event vegans know a lot about edible plants, so it's highly likely they'll be able to survive better on an island than the person asking the silly question. It would be like asking a non-vegan what they would do in the same situation and then remind them that they won't have fire around to cook their meat or better yet, that there are no animals on this island, but if they did they'll have to catch an animal somehow and then eat it raw. Bon Appetit A photo of a vegan stranded on an island. 22. Loss of strength? Vegans don't lose muscle or strength. Actually, the strongest man in the world is vegan.
Even without supplements you have the same advantages as someone who eats sentient beings. Also, take a look at other mammals that are herbivores. Elephants, giraffes and gorillas are all great examples of mammals with a lot of muscle and strength. Not to mention that supplements were recently invented, dating back to 1906. However, they really didn't take flight until the 1970s and became far more popular in the last 10 years. The point is, humans have had no issues building muscle without supplements, just like every other creature on this earth. Meat and supplements are simply not the only way to build strength and muscle, but I am flabbergasted that people actually believe muscle and strength cannot be obtained on a vegan or plant-based lifestyle. Truthfully, we are lazy and want the quickest results possible with the least amount of work, hence why we consume supplements and a ton of meat. World's Strongest Man, Patrick Baboumian. 23. But lions eat animals. Yes, yes they do. They are also strictly carnivores and apex predators. A carnivore's jaw only moves in the up and down motion, so that they are able to tear into flesh and swallow. Humans and other herbivores' jaws move side to side so that we can grind our food into smaller bits to swallow it. Alpha lions also kill their young and the young of their arrivals. Lions also don't need a supermarket to get their meat. They use their biological tools they were given to hunt down and eat their prey. Lions don't like to waste food either, so they eat the eyeballs, buttholes and intestines. Their digestive tract is shorter and is also designed to quickly break down and process the flesh and blood, so lions digest their food in the same day, whereas in humans it takes two days to break down and process meat. Meat rots in your digestive tract as it slowly breaks down. To add to that, humans have developed a temporary special protective lining within their intestinal wall in order to help break down meat. If you went vegan today, within 30 days that protective lining would break down and you would poop it out. Real carnivores are designed to break down meat, so they don't need anything additional to protect their intestines to break down the flesh. Usually, if a vegan goes back to eating meat, they experience stomach pains until their body kicks in and realizes that it needs that protective layer again and starts the process all over again. You see, we can't just pick one thing we want to justify and compare habits to without looking at the entire picture. It's an unfair assessment. A photo of a human chasing a baby elk with its sharp claws, canines and speed. Just kidding. It's a photo or a real predator, a lion. 24. But plants feel pain. That's actually not true. However, they sense stimuli, two totally different systems in comparing an animal system versus a plant system. Animals have an entire nervous system just like humans. They absolutely feel pain, fear and love, exactly like humans. It's literally no different. We are internally identical in that matter. Humans don't want to connect or decipher the animal's pain management because it's easier for them to justify eating them by convincing themselves that animals don't feel pain and are stupid, when in fact animals do feel pain and are definitely not stupid. Plants sense stimuli, therefore they grow better in positive environments and their leaves turn towards the sun for energy. Those of you who argue about this, the interesting thing is that you can cut a plant and eat it and as long as you leave the roots alone, the plant will always bear vegetables and fruits. Once you kill an animal that's it. The only way you can get another animal out of an animal, is by breeding two animals together and the wait is far longer for an animal to grow than it is for fruits and vegetables. To add to that, fruits and veggies also use far less water and land than animal agriculture. A photo of wildflower being slaughtered, electrocuted and brains being knifed as they slowly die a horrible death. 25. Is vegan expensive? No, of course not. There are millions of products and whole foods you can eat pre-made or make it yourself you may just need to relearn what you've been taught your whole life. 
A pound of hamburger is near the same cost as a pound of impossible meat. If your life revolves around eating processed foods, I'm not entirely sure what your argument is. Yes, the better products of vegan food or any better food may actually cost more than the cheaper version. There is so much guidance on the internet these days to help low-income families make vegan dishes for cheap. There are thousands of books, videos, movies, documentaries, articles, blogs and social media pages of chefs and foodies that share their recipes and ideas with the world. Yes, you may need to set a little time aside to read and learn. Take your time. Start with one meal and make your way to making more as you go. Low-budget quick meals. Dash. Dash. 26. Vegan food is gross. What are you looking at? What are you trying? How are you cooking it? What are you seasoning it with? It's unfair to say that vegan food is gross when there's millions of vegan food options these days and millions of ways to season and cook food. If you're eating plain tofu straight out of the package I would agree with you, but you have to know how to cook and season it, just like everything you eat today. I mean you can make dead rotting flesh taste good with seasonings and cooking it, so it's all in the way you cook something. It takes time to create the taste and creating taste takes patience. To add to that, have you ever had a vegan double cheesy cheeseburger on a lightly toasted butter, vegan, bun with all the works? Uck. It's delightful and mouthwatering. Vegan Burger by Chef Chloe. 27. How to go vegan. Honestly, if you have no idea what to do and have no budget to empty your cupboards to buy all new foods, you should take it slow. If you run out of milk, buy a milk alternative to replace it like almond, oat, rice, hemp or soy milk just to name a few. There's so many different alternatives to milk, there is something out there for everyone. If you run out of butter, buy vegan butter. See what I mean? This way, you can take your time and learn as you go. This also helps by allowing you to replace everything in your house and know everything you like by trial and error. You don't like something? Try something else next time. Do that for everything. Photo by Marek Levick on Pexels.com 28. What about zoos? Zoos solely exist for financial gain. Sure, people like animals and think, hey, I am going to start a zoo business, because I love animals and want to share exotic-looking animals with the world. However, it's not for the well-being of the animals and they are kept in small enclosures so that you can see them from the fence. The animals don't deserve to live in zoos. Imagine being in their shoes. Imagine living in just your house for the rest of your life and waiting for strangers to bring you food once a day. You don't get much interaction, because you may be a predator. Then, imagine strangers staring at you through your windows, every single day. Watching you eat, sleep, poop and have sex, if they are lucky. Zoos are for human entertainment and animals aren't here to entertain you. If you want to support animals, go to a sanctuary where animals are rescued from whatever happened to them. Animals that end up in sanctuaries usually cannot go back into the wild and have a permanent home that needs help paying for their food, medicine and housing. Photo by Yijithan Ball on Pexels.com 29. But animals eat other animals. They sure do. There are many unfortunate situations that occur within the animal kingdom that are simply just out of our control. Also, animals need to survive and they do that with the best way they know how to. However, that does not justify their needing to survive with what they have available to humans. Humans are at a point in time in their evolution where there are so many alternative options that we simply don't need to contribute to the pain and suffering to animals like other animals do. Our intelligence should be considered and develop the will to adapt and grow to new positive changes during our growth and evolution. Humans only use 10% of their brains, 
but we have come such a long way in our evolution and have developed a lot of compassion and empathy for all walks of life and even for the handling of earth itself. Imagine what an additional 1% could do for our species or if we used even 50% of our brains. It could very well be that we could become more caring and compassionate beings. Photo by Patrice Schofolt on Pexels.com Conclusion Humans don't eat meat to survive these days. They eat meat because it's accessible and it is now eaten in everything. Every food you eat can be replaced. I still eat lasagna, spaghetti, tacos, literally everything I've ever eaten, I just replace the meat and dairy products. Honestly, once you realize that you contribute to killing innocent beings because you think you're surviving or because of taste, even though you eat past survival mode, you become aware. I would eat dirt for the rest of my life to save the life of another. Call it sacrifice if you want. It's noble, it's respect, it's moral and it's kind. It takes an honest and woke human to kick our food addiction and change our way of thinking about needing animals to survive. In everything we do, we could consider that even a cow is grateful to be living its only life on earth and should be able to live a full life as we get to do. But humans are smart and we created weapons to kill animals. Humans just have zero respect for the creatures of earth. They truly believe and pull the superior card but yet we only use 10% of our brains and are completely okay with with knowing that although there are other options to eat different foods, they still choose to contribute to the murder of innocent beings, overproduction of animals, destruction of earth, and pollution of the air and water. For a smart species, explain why animals are the only creatures living in harmony with earth and the humans are destroying it. The planet isn't going to be able to sustain animal agriculture much longer. With 8 billion people to feed worldwide and the human population increasing to a near 400,000 with every passing day, which after deaths would be 150,000 additional humans on earth every day and over 91 millions new humans a year. In just 10 years we will be close to hitting an additional 1 billion humans, so in 10 years we will have 9 billion, 20 years we will have 10 billion, etc. This of course can change, it could significantly increase as the population increases, either way water depletion is well on its way, more land needed, more animals will be bred, the cycle will only get worse, but you won. T hear about any of it, because truthfully this is someone's livelihood and they don't want their businesses sabotaged. We can, however, replace animal agriculture farms for plant farms. To add to that, humans overeat. They don't eat to survive and while there are millions of starving people in this world, we seem to be able to feed billions of animals, but not millions of people. Dash. Dash. Did you know? Have you ever read the book, Control of Communicable Diseases? You'll find that 99% of all the diseases and viruses recorded in our history are because of the mass amounts of bacteria that have grown in the animal agriculture industry. That is how unsanitary farms are. They are a great place for bacteria to harbor and mutate into the most violent viruses and diseases we experience in the world and why we are now subject to needing various vaccines to rid these viruses, when we really need to rid the origin, which is animal agriculture. Unfortunately, we will be subjected to many more viruses and bacteria as long as we continue eating the way we are eating and putting more demand on the animal agriculture businesses. What you can do to get you started. Follow vegans on social media. There's thousands of chefs and everyday people who are sharing their meals and baking goods. There's an endless amount of vegan cookbooks you can buy as well. Social media is quite the platform these days. You could search hashtags for hashtag vegan food or hashtag vegan community and you come across thousands, actually millions of ideas. Even if you don't have social media, you can visit many websites like PETA to help you. PETA also has a starter kit that they will send you to help you get started on your new journey. https colon slash slash www.peta.org slash 
And while you may not agree with the organization, they still go the extra mile to provide free information to you. You can also utilize Amazon to buy books, cookbooks or audibles. Don't stop there though and watch movies and documentaries. You can find these movies by simply searching vegan movies on Google and there will be many movies to choose from to watch. The outlet is out there, you just have to want it in order to see it. In a few weeks, I will upload what you will need to look for in ingredients in order to avoid them as a new vegan. There are so many hidden ingredients in foods these days, that all ingredients have code names too like milk can be called whey or lactobias or casein, so you have to be careful what you think may be vegan. Always look for the V or vegan label on products, it's helpful to determine a product's authenticity as being vegan. Cruelty-free does not make a product vegan, it just means that animals were not tested on or used in the products, but bugs can still be present. Why am I not providing references with all of this? Truthfully, would it even matter? It wouldn't matter if I referenced the Pope himself, people are still going to rebuttal every single reference I provide and quite frankly we can go back and forth until the day I die and I am not one to fight over something I am only trying to encourage by choosing compassion over violence. I am simply here just to broaden your perspective and hopefully expand your knowledge and heart. Are we going to die anyway? Of course, but it doesn't have to be this way. We have choices and an active growing consciousness. By allowing more positive choices to happen, a more positive experience can be had amongst us all. I challenge you to just try something different and allow yourself to truly feel something greater and do something greater than yourself. Copyright Riva Jajanto. All rights reserved.